0: Welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. This is a very special episode because this is episode number 99. And I'm here with my usual suspect of Don doing stuff.
1: What's doing?
0: And we are here for it because we got a special guest. We got got an OG. I wouldn't say OG. (laughs) I'm not saying he's old or anything, but he's an OG. (laughs) I remember randomly one time I got added to a group and i was like what what, what is this group and then i checked it out and then it was all the sneaker craze this is when the sneaker craze was booming in the filipino community or in sydney in, in general in west sydney but i was wondering what this is and then now i think it's been about six years later or like i met him last year so about five years later i meet the guy that has Pioneered this group and changed it into this international scale of a community, and it is called the Kickstand. Oh, yeah. So give it one time for Jay Mijares. Yeah, yeah.
2: Woo, beep, beep, beep. Thanks.
0: Thanks we for we, we insert like uh, an applause in <laughs> this oh, part. Perfect. So there's <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> a, a live so. audience. <laughs> That's why we need a live audience for our hundredth episode, so we can get an actual applause. So yeah, how yeah. you been, man? I've been
3: good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. I, like, I just wanted to get your story because your story mm-hmm. is pretty inspiring as you just starting off this community and just building it onto what it is today. So mm-hmm. can you just give an idea of um, people who don't know what the Kickstand is, how, how it began and what it is? Okay.
3: Well, so the Kickstand basically started in 2013 in Facebook. So basically me and my friend Dale, uh, we had this idea to start a community group basically to you know so we can talk about sneakers look um and then from that idea we started it and in march and we started but maybe in the first week we had 200 members and then after that one month later to be 2000 and now after how many years we have Close to 47,000 members. 47,000? 47, 47,000. 47, so it's one of the uh, biggest lifestyle group in Australia at the moment.
0: Yeah, man. So you're so. solely based on the sneaker um, community or what, what so community? So from
3: when we first started, basically, it, it was just a sneaker group. And then from there, we evolved to a lifestyle group. So basically, anything goes. So people talk about streetwear, uh, sports, toys, uh, movies i mean pop culture and everything mm. so yeah. yeah so and then from that i guess uh from the community group then we started doing events and yeah. then the events basically just kept going and then we started now touring around australia yeah and so,
0: then, so wh- what stemmed from like what you wanted to start it because like something has to have hap- happened be like you know what you should start because uh, like a sneaker community or like a facebook group well, so what, what sparked that idea i don't
3: know like basically like when me and my friend like basically me and Dale started talking about it like Mm. how come there's no community group that talks about sneakers you know in Sydney anyway and like I guess like both of us because Dale's a a DJ here in Sydney he's one of Amin's friends so I think he he was one of of the um, the guests from your podcast as well so um, the the, I guess that ID just thought that like you know maybe if you form a group then from that group then we can, you know, meet new people that have the similar interests. Mm. Um, yeah, and then basically the idea was just to make friends, really. Like, yeah. you know, we start this community, make friends, but we didn't plan or really had a plan, like, how it's going to be. Like, we just started and that's it. Like, And see how we go, kind of thing. Mm. I mean, even till now, I think it's still
0: just it's going just, with the flow yeah so, so, so you're pretty much just winging it <laughs> yeah kind of yeah so like like how did it like because like that was your aim is just to make friends yeah just to make so friends did you stuff. make any friends well yeah <laughs> or yeah, did yeah. you just make a lot of clients
3: well that's the thing like we we did make a lot of friends and then from that then we started making friends from different states okay um in australia and then from there like i guess it just grew like really fast. Like I mean we didn't realise it's gonna it was a thing like, you know, it's gonna grow that fast. Mm. Then we started going like two thousand, then five thousand, and then like okay, this is like getting really big and then I had to we had to get like people to moderate the group because like I mean we can't be there like twenty four seven when people just arguing and everything like that. So it was sort of like wow it was kind of full it became full on kind of thing. Like yeah. um, yeah. That's H- crazy. How did
1: you how did you navigate that? Like Obviously, when the when the when the group grew, it was you, you need you you the people started arguing. Did it start with people arguing? Did it was it just because of the sheer size of the the number of people there? How how what was it that kind of triggered you to be like okay, that this needs to be something
3: else, not just a friends group. Well, that's the thing. So basically, from that, like when random people, I mean, friends will invite their friends, and then. Uh, everyone would just invite everyone, yeah. and then I guess the um the topics that been being brought up on the on the group is basically like um it just gets heated and stuff like you know people disagreeing and everything like that so what do they
0: argue about like like this is not fake I mean this is real yeah like, I
3: mean topics like that or like i mean if if it was something about uh about sports you know yeah. someone's like really oh, yeah, another definitely. team like basically it's just like um it just got to the point that, like, the the group had to be really, like, moderated. Like, I mean, because also we had, like, kids there, too, like, under 18. So we had to, like, you know, people can't abuse each other yeah. and everything. And we can't use, like, they can't use certain words as well because, it's like, you know, like no. either sexist or... I think so. We had women as well in the actual group. Yeah. So we had to be mindful because I think it's, like, uh, Facebook now... Um, they have their own moderating thing so if the thing that the kickstand can just close just like that if anyone just um spams the the group yeah, or yeah. if someone posts like porn or something like that so mm. yeah like facebook will automatically close it so that's yeah. so we really have to like moderate it like very yeah. well like um these days so
0: like so, i want to talk about that growth because nowadays mm-hmm. when you try to make a group on facebook mm-hmm. like in 2019 mm-hmm. i don't think you would be able to get from 100 to a 1, thousand within a month so Back then, were you was it just organic or was it more so that you had a plan to grow your community in a certain way? Like, did you have a marketing plan to like grow mm. it?
3: Well, that's the thing. We didn't have a plan, so we just started just inviting our friends that we thought that liked sneakers. Yeah. So we invited these guys, and they had their own friends that liked sneakers as well. So they invited <laughs> their friends. So it just it basically just okay. grew organically. Um, then from there, we just didn't realize that a lot of people are actually into this thing, and then. Mm yeah eventually it just became really big and then it just evolved from there from facebook and then we wanted to s- sort of like get out of facebook because i mean yeah everyone's online and everything's but we wanted to be a bit more than that not just yeah. like in social media we wanted to be at least we can see people in person did and that's have, when our event started
0: yeah. did you have that mentality to like MySpace died within five years. Mm-hmm. So if Facebook dies, if we haven't grown out of Facebook, then we die with it. Well, well, is that a, your mentality?
3: Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. That's the point, right? Because I think it's like, um, eventually, like I mean, yeah, we can all meet online and everything. It's good and well. Like I mean, you can talk to people overseas and everything. But the like the actual face to face connection with people and like when you see them in person, and like some people like basically started meeting in the group and now they're all good friends like everyone basically Basically. because they all you know met now in person and everything and some people they all live in the same state that they didn't know that this person actually likes sneakers too so now they all became friends so basically that was the the sort of the objective of the um the group
0: so you pretty much curated the community yeah and now everyone knows that these people exist and now yeah, they're just exactly. making it now you turn that into events yeah, so what was the first event that you created for the kickstand
3: uh, so we started in Sydney um, in 2013 at Zen Garage in Leichhardt nice um, um, but uh, but from there so another thing that we wanted to do as well is help like local brands yeah. and local businesses so that's why the events basically started so we invited like local brands that has their own streetwear brand and everything and You know, just local community that you know if they want to sell their sneakers or everything, so just show up there. I mean, our first event it was. That's the thing we didn't really. Another thing, like we just went in there. We didn't really actually plan it, kind of thing. So (laughs) that's what I love about that's what I I love about this kickstand thing is like
0: everything seems to be super organic. Like nothing's really not. I mean, like yeah, I had some sort of planning, but you didn't plan it to be this big. Yeah, and it just grew because there was a need of that community to have something like this. Exactly, and you just like. You just grabbed onto it and just kept growing it. And mm. then like um so with the events, like mm-hmm. um how has it grown from what it was then to what it is now? So how often do you do events now? Okay. So from from two thousand thirteen, I think to two
3: thousand sixteen or fifteen. So we only did Sydney. But the community group, the kickstand in Facebook, is everywhere around Australia. Yeah. And people started complaining. They're like, Oh, how come you guys only do events in Sydney? How come you don't do it here? You don't do it there? Like Mm. you don't do it in other states? Mm. I'm going. All right. Maybe we should do it in other states. So let's try that. So we, when we started uh, going interstate, we started with Adelaide and Brisbane. Yep. And then um, Sydney first. And then it went well. Like I mean, okay, cool. Like you know, they um, they enjoyed that. Like we whatever we did in Sydney, it worked in other states. Mm. and then the other states started complaining how come you never did it in Perth and you never did it in like Melbourne or something like that yeah so but the thing is, in 2017, we had to sort of, like, plan Perth because it was really far. It's like yeah. going overseas. Like, Perth is, like, how long yeah. is the flight? Like, four, four hours, four okay. and a half hours. I and mean, okay. it's crazy because, I mean, there's only certain amount of flights to go to Perth, and they're so expensive. So, it's really, we had to, like, plan. That one we had to plan because it was so far. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd never been there before. Like So, when we did our event there, I'd never been to Perth yeah even in adelaide too that when we did adelaide it was my first time in adelaide yeah as well. so those, it's those cities <laughs> that
0: everyone just forgets and brush overs and stuff it's not the main exactly. cities on the east coast but so, um i just want to ask like was all this like was this coming out of your pocket like the flights and stuff or yeah. did you have a base revenue starting well, from there
3: that's the thing so basically the kickstand itself it, we started as a non-profit mm. organization and anything that we do uh, we did it the, with the kickstand. Like if we had to do T-shirts or events and stuff, that has, you know, because we didn't generate money. So it had to come from somewhere. So that yeah. that was from me. <laughs> so <laughs> you so that's the thing. It. So uh, me in the beginning, it was like all of us that sort of like contributed. Yeah. And then the following year, we eventually like I paid everyone off. And then from there, then I just, I, I thought drowned. to myself that I think I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, like it's just felt bad, like you know, like getting like a few of my friends to help me out and stuff. So I guess I mean uh I didn't want that kinda like on the back of my head when I'm kinda thinking because this is meant to be like a fun thing that we're doing. Yeah. And I didn't want like to work. Money worry can and, change like, things, yeah, right? Like yeah. you know, I owe people money and all that stuff. So I just did it myself and then yeah. yeah. So a question about the events, man, like
2: mm.
1: So you, you know about the fire festival, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the guys that did the fire festival. Yeah. Oh, wow. They had this like <laughs> massive idea mm. for uh, an event, right? When you had, when you thought of the events for the kickstand, what were, what was the like, what was the vision for you when it was was it just like oh yeah, let's just tell people to rock up
3: here, what, or was um, it like? Well, that's the thing. The beauty of the social media because so the kickstand group was already big, so we used that to advertise basically the events yeah so because the group itself is organically like uh grown so the people there are actually real people so when we advertise yeah. things people will actually see it and everything like that so mm-hmm. um i guess we've been blessed that uh we had sponsors that helped us promote the event as well yeah um i mean the idea of the event it wasn't like a it wasn't a new idea kind of thing. So it was just, we're just taking an idea that happens in the States or everywhere around the world. Yeah. And we just basically did it our way. Like we did, you know, we took bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Like for example, like the sneaker events already in Melbourne that happens, which is sneaker Freaker magazine that runs it. Yeah. So basically we um, took that idea and basically tried to change it a little bit to make it, you know, different from what they do it in Melbourne. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so, how is nice. it like, like when you do that? Do, does Sneaker Freaker look at you and be like, oh, competition? What's <laughs> no. going on? Well, that's the or thing. They, so, or did they reach out? And well, that's that the thing. Out? So,
3: Sneaker Freaker magazine's always been supporting me from day one. Um, but I never touched Melbourne. That's the thing. So, I I only did Melbourne yeah. actually this year. Okay. Yeah, well, so what's their thoughts on that now? Well, that's the thing. So,. Um, <laughs> Because I did it everywhere already. Like we did our events everywhere, yeah. and then it was only Melbourne that we haven't done. Yeah, it doesn't and, make
0: sense to skipping Melbourne. And
3: um, and it it always came up. Like people, every time we went to Melbourne to attend the Sneaker Freaker magazine um event, like people would kind when when are you guys doing it in Melbourne? And I go, I'm not sure. Like that's the thing. So I didn't want to like you know step on people's toes and everything. Yeah, but. I guess in 2018 i finally had sort of the courage to speak to the owner of the other event you know is it all right because they sponsor my event so it's a bit kind of mm. you know like that kind of a bit you know the a bit like this of so like you know i was worried that like stepping in someone's yeah, turf yeah like especially yeah. they're doing their own events yeah. too yeah so but i i spoke to him and he actually was you know he actually wanted us to do it there so when he said that yes that's it yeah, straight away like
0: probably respected you more by because you asked him i asked because there's a few
3: him. people yeah. that actually run events that never asked him because mm. this guy his name is woody he's basically the og of like the sneakers here one yeah. of the ogs in in australia yeah he started the magazine and that magazine is well known and when people come here like other events from say the states that they don't involve involve uh, involve him it kind of like you know, it's kind of like... It was a bad taste. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, And I didn't want to do that because I think it's like our events and the ideas and everything like that, sort of like it came from them. Mm. So we just wanted to pay our respects kind of thing. Like even nice. like if we wanted to do that event in Melbourne, we wanted them to be involved. So they're there too. So yeah. that's
0: the thing. So I do I, like, that's a good topic we could talk about. Like mm. respecting the OGs. As mm. I was like, I, th- I think that might be f- slightly... L- getting lost within today's age where everyone's mm-hmm. just focused on the young crowd and yep. mm-hmm. no one really shows the respect to the people that paved the way yeah like you know like as you were saying people leave um your friend, like him out and then mm-hmm. people would leave like in musicians they wouldn't respect like how people have paved the music music industry mm-hmm. in, in like in sydney and um it's just we should be able to be out there, talk to the OGs and be like, yeah, respect what they do. Get them involved in what's happening yeah, now exactly. because like, you know, they have an influence and yeah. and I think the best wisdom you can get is from the OGs. Because mm-hmm. so, they got
1: the blueprint already. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah, the blueprint. Yeah. They've been there they've and been they've there.
0: been on the harder age because mm-hmm. I could – There's no internet. Yeah, yet then too, so now is the, the easier thing. age for yeah. people to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just try to get that wisdom like, you know, Go a bit old school. Mm-hmm. That's, why we, that's why we have Don on the podcast. He's the, <laughs> he's the OG. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I like, I like that message spreading, you know, try to get that knowledge from the OGs. Mm-hmm. Um, because one day, you, you're a young kid now, you're going to be an OG mm-hmm. and you want to have that same respect. To you, yeah, mm. because like, yeah, you're not young forever. Mm-hmm. So it's uh,
3: the thing. It's like it's kind of like sometimes it's sad, right? Because uh, for example, I'll give you guys an example. So there's this guy. His name's Jeff Staple. So Jeff Staple is, uh, he's from New York. So he did the the pigeon dump, which is like uh, he designed the actual shoe mm. and everything. So they brought him, I think it was this year to Australia, mm. and you know how the craze now is Kanye West, you know the Yeezys, the Yeezys and everything Yeezys. like yeah. that. So imagine this guy. This guy's one of the OGs that um in the sneaker in the sneaker world so he was in melbourne he was walking around in the sneaker freaker swap meet event and i kid you not it's only like a few people that said hello to him all the younger kids didn't even know who that guy was yeah, yeah.
0: that's crazy man and you this imagine, guy is
3: basically oh. like like the og of like that's crazy you know in the sneaker in the sneaker world
0: it's yeah. like nas walking through a hip-hop concert of like i don't know little yachty and like no one recognizes who Nas is. <laughs> that's kind of like the the comparison. But that's nuts how yeah. people just don't recognize that. Yeah,
1: and I think on the flip side, what I like um, what you were saying about Woody like supporting you and supporting mm-hmm. um, you know Kickstand. That I think that's that's an amazing thing because like some people can like he didn't he he probably didn't have to be like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But he he obviously chose to support you guys and then you reciprocating that respect is like that's that's a wonderful thing you know what i mean
3: yeah it's a thing like i mean like for us to do it the event in melbourne it was it was special because i think it's like like one of the things that we wanted was don't do an event there because they do an event there yeah and but like we can't complete an australian tour without doing melbourne so yeah. it didn't sort of make sense kind of thing yeah. so but we always wanted to do an australian yeah. tour so for that to happen i have to do melbourne and that's what i basically yeah asked woody you know woody i'm gonna do an australian tour i need to do melbourne is it all right if i can do melbourne yeah and part of my events and he goes yeah and it's all good like, yeah. he actually even said thank you for asking me yeah. and which is um you know that's why like when he said yes straight away we started planning that kind of that event. yeah <laughs>
0: that goes to show like if you ask you, you you never know what like you'll get probably the best like Results from it if mm-hmm. you just ask. No, no, no. Everyone's afraid to ask people things. Mm. Like yeah. I remember being uh, being afraid to ask p- particular um, musicians or like people that I think that I hold in high regard and mm-hmm. be like, I don't know if they're gonna do my little podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. And uh, I just ask and then I get the results and I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, people, you know, if you ask, you get. Well, you get. You, you exactly. Can't, yeah. yeah. You miss all the shots that you don't take, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And
1: mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna ask. So mm-hmm. you did an Australian tour. Yeah. Exactly. Um, did all the states? Mm-hmm.
3: Is there um a market in tasmania (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like i mean so we actually put it out of the group like which cities do you guys want to see us do an event yeah and like canberra was always one of them and someone some random person will just say tasmania and stuff but i don't know like i mean it wasn't big enough (laughs) response it wasn't a big enough response i mean one person wouldn't like can't actually make us go there kind of thing but i mean canberra like i mean it's not really that far. You guys can drive to Sydney. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, but yeah. it, we wouldn't mind. But it won't be a big event kind of thing. Like, we have to partner up with someone because to make it sort of like make it big kind
0: yeah, of thing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. To so like on the flip side to that question, like, mm. what's the comparison? Because there's always an ever growing battle between Sydney and Melbourne. Mm. <laughs> what's what what's the differences in the culture in the terms of the urban mm. clothing culture and the sneaker culture? What's the difference between the two and who has a better?
3: Well, that's the thing. So Melbourne, I feel that has that culture, right? Like, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie about that. Like, I mean, yeah. there's street culture there, and like, I mean, there's it's art big, culture yeah, there as well. It's, it it's bigger, like yeah. that's a thing. But because the in Sydney itself, that's that's a thing. One of the things that we wanted to do, like that's that's why the kickstand sort of ev- like happened because it happens in Melbourne. Sneaker Freaker has events in Melbourne. Yeah, but. No one does it in Sydney. So yeah. someone, that's the thing. That's one of the things that, oh, we, we need to do something for Sydney. You saw that there was uh, a demand for it in Sydney or
1: there was an, there was an empty space.
3: There. Yeah, like this, it was just an empty space, I guess. And then, uh, I mean, our influences, I mean, me and Dale, I mean, Dale's like yeah. the, in the music scene and then for me, like I was always into sort of like the sneakers and stuff and then, because yeah. I was always either in Melbourne or I was in Japan and you know, that scene is like really big kind of there. So I thought, I mean, we thought that, man, we, we need to do something in Sydney. Like, I mean, I, I, we felt that Sydney didn't have anything. Yeah. So, but I mean, Melbourne itself, like the culture there, yeah, that's, they have it there. It, yeah. So it's very really strong, the, the culture there. Um, I mean, a lot of like um, events that happens there with the involving like the urban culture is, is basically like I mean it does go off and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Alright, we'll give Melbourne that one, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give that. I wanna I wanna I wanna continue talking about
3: right. like Kickstand
1: and talking mm-hmm. about your journey in career through Kickstand. Yes. But like let's take a step back a little bit. Sure. What got you into sneakers? What was it for
3: Well, you? I think basketball, I guess. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, Michael Jordan. Like I mean if you talk to a lot of like um sneakerheads, like especially the OG guys, like I mean the older guys I mean basketball basically started for them Like I mean yeah. Michael Jordan Like I mean Michael Jordan All his shoes and everything Like people would think like Oh man if I wear these shoes You know make me play better but, you Jump you know, higher Jump higher or something <laughs> like that But you know oh, but What was a, the thing with the pump? <laughs> yeah yeah or the ribbon pump But the thing is like So Michael Jordan was sort of One of the influences But what really got me to sneakers Like really influenced me Was Grant Hill Okay So Fila basically yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then from that Then I started like oh man these are really nice shoes yeah. like even like um, so where we parked you know where our cars are now yeah my filler shoes got stolen there that's oh. why I remember this did you place. get any like uh, <laughs> did you get did you get triggered when you parked your car I was like, and that's like, why oh I shit asked, I just asked you is there anywhere else we can
0: park that's no, like, didn't saw, I didn't even <laughs> see that message about that, <laughs> that so I remember seeing your message like oh that's behind the, that's behind the bus stops right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, well,
3: yeah. so that, that's a long time so I guess when like yeah when I was younger, so um, yeah, we parked our car here and then all our bags got stolen. And my Jeez. my favorite shoe, which is the uh, the damn. Grant Hill one, yeah, was was in that bag and it got Jeez. stolen with my Bennington bag back in the oh. day. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you just see some homeless guy wearing your Grant Hills and stuff; it's just crazy. Man. Yeah, but
3: that's cool. But so I got that sort of like the shoes retroed and stuff. So I got it back. So sort of yeah. thing. But really, it's because of that. Damn. So it's really the basketball
0: what was your rate. what was your first um sneaker like like real What's sneaker
3: like a sneaker sneaker well i thought that which is the the grand hill the grand ones was one that yeah, thing. Yeah. and then i got the next one where tupac wore uh which ones were grand they? hill twos <laughs> so yeah so tupac wore that in his uh, music videos I, uh, think yeah. I, I think hit him up i think it's one of those ones uh, but yeah <laughs> <Man.
0: Damn. laughs> and when you were your kid what was your yeah. um holy grail shoe? something that you were striving for
3: uh, not really that's the thing like I mean I, I wasn't really like that kind of like sneakerhead that okay. like I need to like really I was more into the video games kind of thing Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I sort of like I wanted that in my events <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <kinda> <laughs> <laughs> so how did you incorporate um video games and stuff in your events
3: well that's the thing so it's just um, so the events started and then I mean the kickstand itself it evolved right so it became a lifestyle group so basically yeah. it, it evolved because I just didn't want sneakers I wanted all every single thing that I liked. Yeah. Really, it's because of what I like. <laughs> and but I thought that everything that I liked, everyone else must have like yeah. must like it too. Yeah. So I like watching movies, uh I like the pop culture, I like all the anime, mm. uh the car scene, you know, like uh the video games. So basically the kickstand itself anyone just talks to about anything. Yeah. It's pretty
0: much your world and everyone's just in it, right? So just, just sharing Can your you, likes and stuff. Is like. well, that's the thing, because
3: I thought that if I talk about video games, I'm pretty sure someone will talk about video games. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Or if somebody talked about the Marvel movies, I'm pretty sure like everyone will be part mm. of that too. Yeah. So we didn't restrict the actual thing. We opened it up, like, before it was all sneakers, but then we opened it up to everything, and which it's better because then um, the the group itself it basically evolved and people sometimes they're not even into sneakers and they're into the other stuff and then they're there for the other stuff. Yeah. So mm. so so talk us through what happens at these
1: these events. Mm-hmm. Are they just like do the brands have stalls? Mm-hmm. Do they have um you know are there are there things going on what's happening at your events? Okay,
3: stage? so um in our Sydney event, I can talk about. So basically we have our local sellers, so people will like you know, normal like guys that want to sell some of their collection or they just want to sell some shoes. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have stalls that local brands that will, you know, try to promote their brands, like upcoming brands or even like existing brands that just want to, um, showcase what they have or if they're brand new ones, so they can actually, uh, do a little, um, showcase yeah. to show that this, is what they're coming up. And then when, uh, brands like the bigger brands that if they, if they do, they'll set up an activation, and then they'll just try to promote their brand mm. or some more marketing thing that they're just trying yeah. to push something like to get email yeah. addresses and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, so do you this? Do you, do you Do the kickstand full time now, or is it like a uh, part time thing? No, so
3: stuff? this so the kickstand itself is just more a hobby. Like yeah. I mean, that that was the thing. Like I'm, it wasn't something that I would. Um, it's a great hobby yeah it's, kind of, <laughs> it's a great like, hobby. it wasn't something that i would try to like live off you know what i mean yeah, like man. i still got my nine to five mm. um job that i do yeah um there
0: you go guys you don't always have to quit your job <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the thing like, i mean it's a passion that i um you know we started at it's more like kind of like um so me and dale like like our personalities were like both shy kind of thing kind of yeah. people and then mm-hmm. that's the thing we wanted to sort of do something and then basically hopefully it will change our personalities and stuff so like I mean back in the day if you met me like, I won't be able to talk and everything like that mm. but now like because of the things that we do like I'm sort of forced to talk like yeah. I mean I can't I have to actually even like talk to brands and stuff like like even say hello like yeah. you know, approaching kind of thing, people approaching people is usually the like hardest part Yeah,
0: like in, in networking events when I'm at a networking yeah. event it's like how the hell yeah. am I going to approach people yeah
3: exactly it was hard because the thing is like for someone that was a shy person, mm. like it was like something that I had to like basically really force myself to, mm. um, to really get out there. Mm. And I've done really like crazy things that just because the thing is, I felt that the kickstand needs to grow if these brands will be basically supporting me. Yeah, and it won't grow like if they don't support me. So I really had to get out there and sort of try to sell it, the idea to them. And I've done like really crazy things that. Um, when I tell people it's just like are you serious you did that kind of thing what, what's are you, the what craziest you thing you're, <laughs> you're gonna have
2: to say it now because like
3: you can't just say you done right. a crazy thing alright right, alright alright so um, I think it was three years ago yeah th- no 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 five years ago sorry five years ago I knew that the 2K office because I like so video games right so 2K office was in Australia so there's a 2K office yeah. and when I did a search they're in Sydney they're in Pyrmont. I'm going. Alright. So I want I want like a video games to be part of my events. So I like I didn't call them or anything. I went to the office. You went straight. <laughs> I went straight, straight to, the to the o- I went straight to the office which is in Piermont. So Shout I went out. there and I got there on the front of the building. And then oh. I went, Oh crap, what am I gonna do? You gotta use radio. What am I gonna do? Play so some love like, songs. <laughs> there's a um like a buzzer and stuff. And I go I don't know if I should um yeah, buzz, does, but it. they mm. had like numbers there, so marketing or sales, whatever or thing. So I contacted um, the marketing number there, and this guy named Ben answered the phone. And I'm going, uh, and then I just basically introduced myself. Oh, hi, my name's Jay. I run this uh, group called The Kickstand. We do events, blah, blah, He goes, is there anyone there that I can talk to to sponsor my events? And he goes, oh, you have to send us an email and everything oh, yeah, like that and, and everything. Yeah. And then he goes, but I'm I'm in front of your building already. <laughs> And then um, he goes, "Oh no, you can't do that. (laughs) You have to actually send us an email, and then you know, um, you know, we'll see how it goes, kind of thing." All right, then I'll give you my email. So this guy Ben sends me, uh, gives me his emails, and then so so after that, then I left, of course, because he didn't want anything. So I sent him an email, and then um, so you know, I asked him like, "Can you you know sponsor our events and everything?" And then you know, like he replied in saying that unfortunately we can't sponsor this time, but we'll keep in touch. So we we added each other on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward that uh, uh, maybe two years ago. So by chance that uh, Philadelphia 76ers Ben Simmons is the cover for two K two K eighteen I think, uh, yeah two K eighteen yeah, and like they had. So I've been following Ben in LinkedIn, and then uh, basically they had a uh, they had to fight to get Ben Simmons to be the cover for Australia and New Zealand for 2K. And then um, he asked me on LinkedIn, "Hey Jay, can you promote this within the kickstand?" I'm going, "All right." So I promoted it. You know, the, this is going to be the cover, special cover only Australia New Zealand Ben Simmons and everything. And then I noticed as well. So Ben before he was just. A normal staff in marketing yeah and then i noticed his title changed when so after we did the ben series then i noticed his title now he's head of marketing <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's the thing so now i asked ben hey ben um i know i asked you this before is there any chance that you can sponsor the kickstand and he goes oh let me see what i can do and then about a couple of days later this other guy emails me uh, Adam goes go hi Jay Ben sent me and then uh, we're sponsoring your event <laughs> and then so 2k now is basically part of my uh, one that's of my amazing hey man you gotta shoot your shot <laughs> that's yeah. amazing basketball analogy you, you know you miss all the shots you don't take so like and you it's crazy because I think is like me and Ben yeah. that we would chat about it and he would still laugh because I still can't believe that you went in the, to our office <laughs> <laughs> and then, um. it'd be cool if you like you barged into their <laughs> office it's like no man. get
0: to the back door and it's barged in so, but, like wow. it's cool That's that, great, that you, you went from yeah. the, you went from just like buzzing on their door and then just finding him on LinkedIn and just connecting mm. throughout And yeah, yeah. it took like took yeah. about five more years or something. Yeah, yeah. you were patient enough and then it just mm. happened. Like stars aligned after yeah. time. So as long as you something. plant the seeds.
3: Yeah, and that's a thing. Like I mean I kept in touch with him and stuff, but then I didn't realise that he got promoted. That's the thing that Yeah, I didn't know that he was head of marketing now. I'm like, oh yeah. I think this is my chance. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that's a yeah, it's a really
1: good that's a really good lesson to be learned from that. Like you when you do make connections, when you do network with people, it's important to Continue to exactly to like up. yeah to yeah to keep that relationship mm-hmm. build that rapport yeah um that's an amazing story
3: man so yeah that's one of the things that I when to tell people then they just people just laugh and I can't believe that you actually just <laughs> went there without calling
0: anyone and going it was good man it's ballsy it's ballsy it's good like at least you, didn't, you know you 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 are aggressive but not too aggressive because you could have went barged in and stuff like, no, I'm here already. But you backed off a bit. It's like, you know, it it was like, you're flirting with 2K for a bit. (laughs) It's just like, you know, I'm not going to call them on the second day or like on the second day, getting the number. And then you waited and waited a few years later. Yeah. You know, you got, you got what you wanted
2: Yeah, as in like
0: a build, a good relationship. Yeah. Um, Uh, That's cool. So,
3: I mean, you know, like, it took time but I mean another thing because of when Ben Simmons became Rookie of the Year and everything sort of like that kind of helped as well because like they had focus on the actual 2K mm. for Australia yeah so that's why I was able to sort of lean on that like you know kind of thing
1: nice so, man yeah. <laughs> you were saying before that you mm. and Dale are quite shy mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's um, safe to assume that you're, you're a bit of an introvert as well yeah. like mm-hmm. um, what kind of things do you do like how do you i guess the question i'm trying to ask is how do you continue to keep those relationships or like build those relationships mm-hmm. as an introvert what's the kind of well, like, thought process I think so that comes you?
3: um the the brands and the local you know the local support that we get like i i do make an effort that's why i travel a lot yeah so when we do our events that's when i catch up with the stores mm-hmm. that like sponsor us or the brands yeah. if their head office is say in brisbane or is in melbourne you know like i you know make time to actually like say hello I'm here in your state you know if you guys free for coffee or kind of thing yeah and um, our overseas support same thing like all the people that supports us like I try to try my best to actually keep that relationship going yeah because I feel that um, a lot of the people that support me now they're just friends of mine now like they all became like really good friends of mine and um, there's even times that like meeting certain like founders of like um, brands and stuff like I couldn't talk to them when I first saw them mm. but now like they're really good friends of mine now because I sort of when I met them that I made sure that that Sp- relationship is not just because you guys are like sponsoring me I wanted to be a bit more than that Yeah, I wanted the actual relationship to be like even after everything is done we can still hang out and yeah. everything like that kind of thing. I like
1: that so you kind of um, made sure that you put time aside for, yeah. for, so that, for that building relationship. Yeah. so
3: even if it's like not an event like if I'm say in Melbourne just for like a little holiday or something, like mm-hmm. I would still try to make time for, to see yeah. people that support me. Because yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel that it's not this, like, you know, even it's just like a, you know, like a coffee or something like that, just to, you know, to make Catch sure up. that that relationship is there, like yeah. regardless, uh, with without the kickstand or not, kind of thing. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Totally respect that. Like, mm-hmm. I met you through tea. Mm-hmm. When we are doing her show, like last year, I've mm-hmm. only like, seen you in person about once or twice. Mm-hmm. But we continually just built that relationship. You mm-hmm. helped me out with a couple of gigs with um mm-hmm. videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you seem to have that understanding of like everyone has their grind mm-hmm. and you respect that. And then you have this thing where, you know, you have, building a relationship is more important than anything mm-hmm. else. Oh, exactly. And for that's sure. crazy to, coming from a person that has considers himself very introverted and yeah. wouldn't reach out to people. Well, it's hard because
3: I think like, I would attend events, right? And then like people there that, for example, from Hype or Platypus or, you know, all those mm-hmm. things. And like, what am I going to do? I can't just stand here. Like, how am I yeah. going to... Um. Uh, how am I gonna build the kickstand and make it like how it is now? Like if I don't if force don't do myself anything, to do yeah. things, so I have to just sort of like introduce myself. Hi guys, my name is Jay. I run this. I do this and stuff. And then you know, kind of, it just went from there. Kinda. Yeah, man, it's yeah. commendable, so, man. Because
0: like people who are in that stage, because like I can imagine myself because I could be socially awkward in front mm-hmm. of a big crowd, mm-hmm. but. You just, yeah, I can imagine that feeling like, yeah. well, how am I going to present myself? What are they gonna mm-hmm. think about me? Yeah. and then you just literally, if you had the fear of heights and you just went skydiving, mm-hmm. you know it's like I guess you just swim. have to you just have to force yourself yeah. because I
3: think it's like if your passion is like if your intentions and passion is like really true, like I felt like, <clears throat> if I don't do this, then I mean, what's the point of doing this? Yeah. kind of thing, like, yeah,
1: I mean, I, yeah, yeah like, I like that you you you're basically saying that. Because the kickstand is important to you, because you're Mm -hmm. passionate about the kickstand, you you have to. There's no other choice for you but to do that.
3: Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, and I do when I speak to like uh, brands or like people and everything like that, like how all of this started. Like that's the thing. Like it has to be. You have to be really passionate about it because Mm. if you're not passionate about it, then it's not gonna actually grow. Like I mean, you know, because I think it's regardless if you fail or you succeed doesn't really matter really because i think it's like if you're passionate about it you just keep on going because you don't see it you're failing you actually just okay i just learned from my mistakes and then kind of thing so yeah like like passion is truly Mm.
2: something
0: that can translate it be communicated really Mm -hmm. effectively like you could have a different language but people can tell how passionate you are about whatever you're talking about like Mm -hmm. you could be speaking like italian i wouldn't know what the (laughs) hell you're talking about Mm -hmm. but i could tell that you're Mm -hmm. really passionate about Mm -hmm. it and then that builds like this respect for like that's right. you because you're talking about what you love doing and mm-hmm. yeah and that's a great way but like, like passion really really eliminates all fears because you mm-hmm. really got to do what you got to do no matter the cost no matter what exactly. you're scared of and i mm-hmm. like that message you are portraying and you're kind of like a personification of that like mm-hmm. you are you can consider yourself a shy person introverted person mm-hmm. but you're so passionate about the kickstand mm-hmm. that it became something that actually changed you as a person exactly. for the better and yeah, exactly. then yeah. like you can just talk to yourself from seven years ago and be like hey, mm-hmm. I've done this this and this mm-hmm. turned mm-hmm. it into an international scale which we should talk about now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like how, can, like how can you do this and then like the person from seven years ago will probably be like how the hell you
2: do that exactly how yeah. how I mean you when just we talk think, to someone
3: yeah. Like, I mean we think back and like everything that we've done it's like we couldn't believe that we we come this far like I mean yeah. even our last event we did one in Darling Harbour in mm. Darling Square, and can you imagine, like, we did in 2013, we did it in a garage, like Zen garage, it's like, you know, the car thing mm. and everything, yeah. so it's like, we, we did, like, 20 tables and everything. From, Dal- like, I posted it on Facebook, so from a garage to Darling Harbor, in, like, that's in six great, years, man. it's like, man, Like for us, like, even having our name on the Darling Harbor, all the screens there, it's like, Damn. I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, that's something that, I never would thought that we'll ever do like doing an event in Darling Harbour.
0: Yeah, That's thing. Smell those roses, man. Mm-hmm. People tend to forget to just sit down. Take in the moment smell mm. the roses. Some people are just like, "Go, go, go! We got to mm. think about the next thing, next mm. thing." Darling Harbour, let's do friggin international. Let's go interstate. Mm. Let's go like New York and other, like, but mm. just slow down and just focus on the fact that you actually went from the garage yeah. to Darling Harbour, which yeah. is a big deal. Like, yeah, man, and that's like, a who thing. else can
3: do that, you know? Well, that's a thing. Like, I mean, when we think about it, it's like it sort of like from from group of guys. We didn't have a plan kind of thing and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that's what I love about this kickstand
0: it's like no plan is like winging it but at the same yeah. time you are actually mm. in control of what you're winging yeah. you
2: know
3: Yeah. So, so yeah like doing it there now like I mean us like stepping out of Australia going overseas mm. like, we're like sort of connected with other groups and you know, like in Indonesia um, Thailand and Singapore and everything and yeah. even Philippines and stuff it's kind of like um A little bit overwhelming, but the thing is, it's sort of like, I mean, I've come this far, might as well keep on going. Kind of like there's a challenge that, you know, next challenge now, try to sort of push sort of the boundaries and then bring the people that supported me outside of Australia to... Um, you sure it's a hobby it's not a hobby it doesn't <laughs> sound like a hobby <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: crazy yeah. pushing boundaries on your hobby that's nuts
3: yeah well it's the thing like I wanted to like I mean if I, I felt like, even this is what I tell the guys like I mean if I'm gonna succeed I want all of us to succeed yeah. Yeah. so even the local brands like that, that I um, that supported me over the years now they come with me overseas so they can promote their stuff Definitely. so this is the guys what they do in Australia so now they do sort of a thing now like um, in Singapore and everything so I wanted sort of, like, um, whatever I did, like, whatever I built, I want people to sort of, like, benefit on it as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's pointless if I'm going to just, like, do this, and really it's all for me and stuff. I needed to sort of, like, share that yeah. to people somehow. So, so yeah, you've like transferred it. your event like
0: from... The from here to international is it the same event or is it oh, something no, no. So different? it's a different
3: event. So but the thing is, I've partnered up with a lot of different events now in yeah. um, Asia. So basically, um, the people that start their events there, so they do their own events, but we sort of like partnered up with them that so that the kickstand can sort of bring um, our local whatever our local brands to their events. And the things are sort of, in a way, negotiated in a way that we don't have to pay. Because we have to go there and pay for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, so we get a space. And then people will actually, like, you know, so they can see that, oh, these are the guys from Australia. They promote it sort of in a way that... Uh, local brands from Australia like doing their thing like overseas and everything yeah So
1: yeah, I like that and that also builds up that network that you mm-hmm. already have yeah. it also builds up that community and mm-hmm. it brings up the like the local brands here exactly
3: and that's my thing like I wanted to do like, as well I help like you know help, help the local brands in Australia because yeah. I feel that um, like for us with the kickstand like even because we made our website now we wanted to put focus on a lot of local things like with music to brands you know to anything that it's local here so that people outside australia could see that mm. and that's yeah. what i wanted to sort of push forward yeah. the next stage now
0: like you can have and a community you can have a mm. brand or like a culture built but you know if if no one can one else outside can see it mm. like like is it really out there to mm. showcase because like everyone has their distinct look or distinct mm-hmm. area and like something needs to represent in Australia, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. in in the sneaker culture, in the mm-hmm. urban culture. And yes, that's it's right. It's good that you built that. Um, so, what's the website that people can check that out?
3: So we have our website. So the kickstand uh, com au. Kicks with a Z. Yeah, kicks with a Z. Yep. So um, from that, like I mean, you know, we try to promote a lot of local things and also yeah. international stuff. But like main focus in that, once that gets a lot more traction, is um, to promote more local um, local news. And then yeah, like spread okay. the sort of spread the word, kind of yes. thing. What we do here, I mean, when we go overseas, that's what we basically try to push, mm. kind of thing. Like whatever we do in Australia, because for some reason, um, I mean, Asia they're really interested in what we do here in Australia, and their events is a lot bigger than what we what, what I have here. But yeah. they have really big respect for. I think because we're from a Western sort of culture, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, they see it a lot more if you guys can succeed in Australia, you guys can basically do anything kind of thing, nice. mentality. Mm.
0: So. That's yeah. dope, man. I like the fact that you always, kickstand started off as a, there's a need for something like this to happen, mm-hmm. and you created it. And it just kept growing because of these all these other needs. Now there's a need for this to be in an international scale, and mm-hmm. you, you went there. And then, okay, you went from here and here and here. What's the need now? Like, well, what, what do you see in the future of the kickstand?
3: Um, I think for now, I think we we're trying to build more of the um, the mm. website, like the the media content of it. Like so, mm. I mean, I've got a few guys uh, around Australia helping me ba- basically build the actual content. Yeah. So because I can't physically, so I get invited to events, but I can't physically be there. So now, sort of, I build a team in different uh, different states to actually attend events for me. Yeah. Um, so that we can actually. Um, Review, events, Review and, events and you know do things and stuff. I mean, if we get invited and everything, and it's good because it's not we're not actually that's the thing. Like we're not a media company kind of thing, but the thing is we want to sort of like uh, build that kind of like certain people's skills as well. So some the, the guys that helping me they don't even know sometimes like they're just winging it as well. So kind of thing. <laughs> so they're learning how to take photos and you know do videos that, yeah. and like basically write content mm. and everything so all of us are all learning for something that we've never done before yeah like even for myself like i mean i never wrote anything before that's the thing so now like i have to sort of learn how to yeah you know write um yeah. thing
1: you, you said that you like you you get other people to like you hire other people to go out and, mm-hmm. and, and um other states to go to these events for mm-hmm. you um and they're learning to do mm-hmm. these things like uh take photos and, mm-hmm. and then write as well um What's the basis that you
3: hire them on? Like well, it's the like, not really hiring you but look I at their shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you look at no, their shoes? not that, just because, like, Analyze so when them. we did our events around Australia and everything like that, like, we end up meeting people, right? Yeah. And then, like, I sort of like, I meet them and then, like, I sort of get to know them. Like, what's their sort of, what's your passion? Like, what are you guys yeah. interested on? Drive. So, yeah. like, what basically will, you know, So if you do this, can you do this kind of thing? Like, Mm. would you be able to do this kind of thing? So I sort of like suss them out when I I see them in person. Like, um, I wouldn't throw them in the deep end and stuff because if they really can't do it, um, because sometimes they have to go to events that they have to really like meet certain people that basically you're representing the kickstand. So you got to basically be there, like, you know, sort of best behavior kind of thing, depending on the events. And then like, I guess from that, like because meeting them and then getting to know them, then... I see the sort of like their passion and drive. That sort of like I can see sort of like me kind of thing. Like yeah, if mm-hmm. I see some like qualities that that um, if, sort of like what I have, if then they're hungry enough. basically. Yeah, then they'll think. Because I think is, like I, I tell I always tell them too. Like I mean, even update your LinkedIn. Like you do content for the kickstand and stuff and everything. Yeah, because you never know where this can lead you. Yeah, uh, one day because if you can know how to like write content or take photos and everything like that you never know you might you can actually use that because you can actually show what you've done because it's all there Mm. on the website right Mm. you never know you might be get a job maybe that's later on in life that maybe that'll be a career for you
0: you just gotta try new things yeah exactly because you never know where you're gonna land like if i didn't i started off doing music Mm. if i didn't try to do videos and I, I wouldn't be where I am now yeah. like if Don didn't go to the gym <laughs> he wouldn't be where he is now like it's nuts like you gotta you just gotta try new things yeah, and I, see what yeah. sticks
1: I, I think what, what I like about what you were saying is the the fact that like these people have um they can they're still learning the craft mm-hmm. they're still trying to learn how to take photographs and mm-hmm. how to you know interact with brands interact with people mm-hmm. but the, the way that you chose
3: them Was based on their passion Based on Yeah exactly on their, their, their hunger to Or their mm-hmm. drive basically And like some of these guys I mean like No one's getting paid Like I'm not getting paid No one's getting paid But the thing is They're doing it Because they actually like it Yeah I mean, like, sometimes they go to events, they get, like, shoes or whatever, like, they're happy, like, you know, like, when I, like, I don't tell them, like, the brands will tell me, I oh, will give you a pair of shoes and stuff, but I don't tell them when they actually do it. So when they get it, they go, oh, they gave me, they gave me
0: free shoes and go, no, nah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you have to memorize everyone's shoe size and their size No, 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 and like, they'll ask just, them instead, Okay, okay, That's the thing. So, like,
3: I mean, you know, like, like, there's sometimes there's incentives for them, like, thing. but I don't tell them, so I want them to go there. Like no, not knowing that they're not getting anything you know yeah. what I mean so, but if they do get something that I want them to sort of appreciate it more kind of thing
0: well yeah. if you need anyone to film your events <laughs> take <some laughs> videos let me know if you need anyone you to. did the yeah. Cosmo I, Not 1 the I, not yeah I good. did that was great that was that great was thanks for hooking that up for me and by the way I'm a size 9 you know. <laughs> we're the same size hey <laughs> <laughs> so if you get some freebies and it's possible, you know, yeah, yeah. Some, you know uh, sure one. <laughs> well like um, I just want to go back to the whole like mm-hmm. the freebie thing so like <laughs> How <laughs> often does does Jay from the Kickstand get some freebies? <laughs>
3: uh, I don't know. Like I mean, like, there's certain brands that like really support me. Then yeah. um, it's a bit weird because I think it's, I'm not I'm not an influencer or nothing. I don't have crazy amounts of people following me on social media. But I think
0: but you do have the Kickstand,
3: yeah. Like I, I got not, the Kickstand. That's, that's but something. I thing it's like sort of I I mean the brands that you know that support me, like you know they would give me stuff like to promote and. Um. yeah like I mean there's a few of them that actually mm. that things so, um, I try not to buy because I mean I get it from the, the brands and stuff so. <laughs> it's like, I, I want to get up to that stage where I don't have to go to the shops and spend this money to like to wear some stuff
0: but that's crazy
1: that's nice man I yeah, do you do you feel like
0: cool. like like you're like oh winter's coming up nah, I but I no but maybe I should like, go I'm, up with this brand no nah, but I do you
3: know it's suck something that like you know sort of like I feel blessed kind of thing yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know passion that, for it yeah the like I mean that like, us um, like I mean for me to even receive anything like I mean I don't expect anything even when people when brands sponsor our events I don't ask for money and everything like that like I just want them just to be there and then their name to be part of it mm-hmm. and like you know just even give us a pair of shoes to for a prize and everything like that I don't really ask for much for um, for our events for our sponsors and stuff and then because um, they appreciate that that they know that they basically for them they support the kickstand because this is their sort of their um, platform. platform to for the community to yeah. reach the actual community. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So.
0: Yeah, man. I, I, like I totally it. respect that. Like, you know, don't and like what's that saying? Ask for don't ask for anything and get the most, or ask for everything and get nothing, or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's more so just just being true to what the passion is mm-hmm. and the culture. And then you'll just things just will just come your way organically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's just just, just wing it. <laughs> just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's, that's the episode in the title. Just wing it. that? That's what I resp- because pretty much the podcast has been just winging it. Yeah. we've been winging it since episode <laughs> one. Was the thing
3: right? Like, if you guys think about it, why did you guys start it? Like, I mean, was there like a natural plan? Like, oh, okay, we're no. gonna do this this time timeline mm. and everything. Like, we didn't no. have no timeline kind uh, of thing. Yeah.
0: For yeah. the P- podcast, we literally uh, <laughs> let's press record and see what so, we'll talk about <laughs> that,
1: so that's interesting though like if you did have a timeline mm-hmm. so you obviously started this fun it was mm-hmm. a it was a hobby yeah. if you had a timeline do you think that the six you we would have had this the same success that you have now
3: no nah, i think like i mean if we had a plan like i mean then i think that it would just put pressure on me to do like follow that kind of thing yeah. so i think because we didn't have a plan and this is not a sort of a business to make money you feel like a I, I can do basically yeah. anything I want, really. Like I mean, yeah. I don't have to do an event if I don't want to, kinda of thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no it, pressure, no yeah. There's no pressure, no boundaries, And that's why sort of like we can do anything really. Like I that's love the thing. That's because there's nothing that really Yeah. Really stopping us and, and there's no yeah. Yeah. And you just kind of let the need dictate yeah, exactly. what you were doing. Exactly. That's the yeah. thing. So you know, we need to do an event Adelaide, all right, let's go Adelaide kind of thing. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> Okay. Sneakerhead question. Sure. I'm not a sneakerhead, but this okay. is for all the sneakerheads out there, how many mm-hmm. shoes do you have? How many pairs? Uh, How many pairs of shoes do you have? I think i got
3: about a hundred something. Damn. So, yeah. But I've got friends that have 300, 500. And oh, everything. I mean, they have like what, like sort of like a storage facility kind of thing. Yeah. How
0: do you number and buy colors and uh, brands nah, nah, or do nah. you sort of... My, are they it's, just everywhere? It's all
3: spread out like everywhere. i got yeah. some in the garage and my room under the bed and like, hey, everywhere. Oh, it's oh, pop-up. the you know, I try to cut down as much as I can but it's hard because some, some shoes, some... Some of them, like, they were, like, actually given to me and they actually have sentimental values from certain brands G-D-W-R, and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes I can't wear them. And, yeah. and you know, it's, like, some of them are really nice and, like, uh, and I want to wear it, but uh, what, it, just, <laughs> it what, just looks too good. What is, like, the I don't know, the
1: the best pair that you have? or What is your favorite pair of, uh, of, of sneakers?
3: I think my favorite pair is, like, um well one of my friends from Singapore like he's a customizer so he made me a pair of um, Air Max 1 customs with uh, nice. duck camo and it's dedicated for my kids so oh, they got dope. my kids oh, nice. names on them and everything oh, like that. and dope. then a few people um, my other friend made me like lace um, lace tags on them brays on them with mm-hmm. my kids names as well on them so I think that's like, like I don't think I'm gonna wear that um, it's been a while now I think it's that shoes it's given to me I think maybe Five years ago, yeah, and like, still I still haven't thing. And then I even got like one of my other friends from um, the UK made me a print for it as well, like, yeah. So I can matching the actual shoe and yeah, everything. So I don't think I'm ever gonna I think wear that one. I think it's more for a display kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, So that's I think my favorite. Shoe. That's so, nice, man. Yeah. I
1: thought you were gonna say something like the Marty McFlys or On
0: the flip I don't know. side of that question, <laughs> yeah. in your collection, mm-hmm. what is your least favorite?
3: least favorite nah anything that (laughs) I don't like I got rid of them already that's the thing (laughs) they're all
0: my favorite I love all my kids
3: I think all the ones that I have now it's just like I like them all yeah but I just gotta find time to wear them that's the only thing it's just like because there's certain shoes that I just like wearing all the time Mm. and there's ones that I just can't wear like because they just look too too nice (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I just don't want them to get dirty or anything do you
0: display any of them like on a glass box or something Okay, okay. I cool. got toys displayed though. How much? How much? How um, much? Toys do you have?
3: Uh, I collect like because I I grew up in the era where Voltron and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, Transformers yeah. and stuff. So I've got a few Voltron sets and yeah and stuff.
0: Out of the box so. or it's still in the uh, box?
3: there's some out of the box. Yeah. But some like, a lot in the garage and everything like
0: that. I, mean, like, I want yeah. to see your garage. <laughs> I do want to see so your one, garage. So one we
3: have a double garage. So my dad parks the other side. The other mm. side is just all boxes. Yeah, that's my side. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to build a wall, you just got
0: like a a wall of like shoe boxes, (laughs) just all in
3: boxes and stuff. That's crazy, man.
0: So, um, okay, for the sneakerheads out there, Mm -hmm. what is a shoe that you're looking forward to seeing? Like, that hasn't been released yet, Uh, or just been released recently that you want to get your hands
2: on?
3: Yeah, Uh, well, not nothing really like this year anymore, but I think next year I'm excited of what's coming. Yeah, um, so I attended a ASICS event. Yesterday, actually. So, I've met the um, the designer of the, the Gel Light 3s, which is a yep. Japanese guy, Shigeyuki Mitsui. And he told me that next year they're going to put focus a lot on the Gel Light 3s. Yep. So, for Tokyo 2020, the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. So, all the Gel Light 3s will be coming out with the um, collaborations and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's few brands that did sort of like uh, did a sneak peek of what they're doing already yeah. but they're all going to be with the Jedi 3 and that's one of my favorite silhouettes or even the one that I'm wearing now so hey. it's really, really comfortable on my feet and everything like that so
0: yeah. yeah that's the one thing people forget comfort Yeah, everyone's always worried about colorways and yeah. how it looks but, but now I think I, th- I think the age is showing when we're saying that mm. but comfort is <laughs> what you <laughs> should worry about yeah, comfort, like yeah. you know does your foot I uh, like pronate, over pronate. <laughs> do you need <laughs> yeah, all that stuff? Because <laughs> I'm yeah. flat footed. Uh, my foot yeah, uh, is a duck, man. So like, same. I need something with a bit more and stability your white foot as well. Yeah, both feet. So yeah. I, I need. You need runners. Yeah, I need. need I, I wear runners- like New Balances yeah. with yeah. the friggin' like um the, the good support on the yeah, arch because to. I have no arch. Should try then, Asics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I do like Asics. Yeah. Asics right. <laughs> sponsor but, um, spots Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we can get off probably um, jay we'll, well, before we, we get to we'll get to your front door <laughs> buzz your freaking door <laughs> ask for
3: the marketing team and see from there can you, can you sponsor us so ASIC is in marsden park now they so just letting you know hey <laughs> all right it's close to home let's yeah. go
0: <laughs> after we go to costco we'll just go <laughs> check out the assex office uh, man, um really but good. okay for the <laughs> aspiring people that want to make an event or mm-hmm. in the sneaker culture <laughs> The urban culture, or even want to make a group on say yeah. Facebook or Instagram. What's your advice for them to? Yeah. To well, what the build? thing. Like, I, I
3: mean, people. You know, I get asked this question. Like, I mean, you gotta have like sort of like, not an objective, but you gotta have sort of like an idea. Um, what kind of group would it be? So, if it's yeah. gonna be a sneaker uh a group, then make sure that you actually like, um, be passionate about it. Like, also topics of it. Like, is it an actual group? For a certain type of sneakers, or is it for everything? So you sort of gotta have the, at least that idea. Yeah. And I mean, Fine for an event it. and everything like that. Like, I mean, the event itself. Like I mean, it's a, sometimes in the beginning it was hard. For, I mean, to set it up, but I guess like once. Um, oh, we feel you. We yeah. got an event, and, <laughs> and we're just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now. So <laughs> well, I <laughs> think though the important thing for an event is find the venue. Once you find the yeah. venue, everything else will fall right. into place. Yeah,
0: fall right, so into place. Every, how, everything falls into place. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <pressing my fingers. laughs> so, yeah.
1: Shout outs to you guys uh, for the kickstand as well because <laughs> you guys are actually sponsoring the event that we're running. <laughs> oh, let's talk about 30. the competition. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, a good time to talk about the competition, mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. Go for
2: it. Mm. All right. <laughs> see, see what I mean? We're ringing it. All right. All right.
0: So we've got a competition. Mm-hmm. By the time this is out, you probably know about the competition anyway. So we want you to guys to share the flyer of the event. We'll post it on our Instagram page and our Facebook, Facebook page. So yeah. just post the flyer and then you automatically get into the draw that'll be drawn out on the 100th episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's the, the prizes is a skateboard, uh, custom skateboard, a legit skateboard that you can skate on mm-hmm. with the kickstand logo at the bottom. Mm-hmm. We also have this and kickstand shirts. And yeah. And
1: so, do you want to just talk about this, this um, skateboard design? You said that this was
3: like. Okay. So, basically, we re- re- uh, rebranded. So, the kickstand now, this is our logo, our new logo. Yeah. So, we pushed Fresh. this logo now for this year. Yeah. So, all our t shirts that we released um, in every single event. Has this logo just different colors? Yeah. So basically, so yeah. the skate deck was made um, by a company that actually makes like professional skate decks and that being used for other bigger brands and stuff. Yeah, you said um, they yeah. do the they did do the ones for Diamond Supply. Yeah, so Diamond Supply and everything. Yeah. So um, so these are actually real skate yeah. decks. That so that's premium can, board yeah, right, yeah, right there. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Sweet. So you can get that. Mm-hmm. Just share our page or share our mm-hmm. event flyer. You automatically get in the draw to get that, as well as two shirts that we mentioned as well. Mm -hmm. And um, the
1: kickstand shirts, the kickstand shirts. Mm -hmm. Yep,
0: and also a Kevin Durant (laughs) NBA jersey (laughs) for Golden State Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) But. I know you guys out there that mm-hmm. want to go retro. He has won a championship mm. with that jersey, mm-hmm. so <laughs> don't hate us. It's still a good prize, right. <laughs> and you can frame it up. You know, it might cost something, and you know, get yeah. to sign it. You know, mm. <laughs> but, yeah, man. but Jay, it's, thank it's you. all all no up for retail value of about. Two hundred and ten bucks. So all you have to do is just share our flyer, turn up to the event, and you'll get in the draw to win those prizes. Yeah, obviously,
1: if you're not at the event, then like, and we draw your name, then you're not going to win the prize. So we need you to be be there there. at the event, or at least (laughs) probably, you know,
0: (laughs) probably we might even go on live and just do it. We'll see. We'll 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 discuss the logistics, but we want Mm. you to be at the event and we hope to see you at the event and Jay we hope to see you at I'll the event there. as I'll well I'll be there I'll yeah, I'll be there and um, okay let's go to the um, thanks for your wisdom because <laughs> my wisdom yeah your wisdom <laughs> OG you're, oh, you're an OG <laughs> to me you're an OG I was like what is this kickstand thing what is it all about I Little did I know it just becomes this big thing that yeah. it, like mm-hmm. that's really inspiring to people like us, especially being Filipino and then seeing mm-hmm. someone that is also Filipino going doing this thing and winging yeah. it and just learning your story mm-hmm. and how like I can relate to your the way that you did it is just so inspiring and uh, yeah. I really hope that you know it, you, sky's the limit for you And man.
1: what I like is that you guys started off as a community. Mm-hmm. And it was just a community and then it built into and it grew into something bigger mm-hmm. from that community. And it's, yeah, man, it's really inspiring to see. It's something that we wanted to, we kind of want to do as well with the mm-hmm. cheat coders to to build a network, to build the community of creatives. That's- um, so, bro. OG, really inspiring OG. OG? All those guys. <laughs> All
2: good, OG. Okay,
0: this is the part of the show we call the Cheat Coder Stash. We forgot to tell you about this. Mm-hmm. But every end of the episode, we mm-hmm. share a track that we've been feeling, some song or jam that we liked, mm-hmm. and then we put it onto a playlist. So we're going to start off with Don. What song did you want to play for the Cheat Coder Stash?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, as my Spotify loads. Do you want to turn up the thing as well? So, just turn it up here. No password, right? Yeah, press enter. All right. Let me just go through. No, there shouldn't be. I'm just going through my liked songs here on Spotify. Um, now this this song and I don't remember liking it, but I'm gonna play it anyway. It's a song by Jadenya uh Babush featuring Gold Link. Look how I do it with the
0: bad the 16th
2: street bad boots. Come on, no on a suit looking like a cape. So ahead of my time I should probably wait. Lady on my arm, lady on a arm. yeah come
1: down with the lucky charm I think I remember why I like this song. It's just got that bounce. I don't even know what a baboosh is, but (laughs) it sounds fun. I really like the jadania, man.
0: You know what song I like? I like the chief, like what you call it? uh, it's, it's called The Chief, but that's... The not Chief?
2: Also,
0: yeah. What okay. he's
1: always got vibes, right? yeah. And that was Babush by Jadenia featuring Gold Link.
0: Hey, so Jay, what mm. song do you want to play for the Chico uh, Stash? What song have you been I've been to
3: Lee's... Um
0: lee's music hell yeah hey, shout out lee monroe we need to get them on a podcast i swear yeah.
1: yeah speaking of what songs no, i think it's
0: day by day i think that's what it's called all, all right.
1: right i'm gonna play day by day by lee monroe
0: hey yeah, oh he's keeping local nice. it local aren't you nice
3: I put it down for
1: the city you the the album art on this is a picture of west point when the scars don't heal yeah. but that's okay we still get paid and we're living the life here day by yeah. day I'm vibing out with a couple of misfits I'm trying to pay I like this, mm, by this, playing this chill man, mm. chill, man. Mm. Mm. The no, no.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: like the, the album art is there's a picture of West Point mm. and um El Jarnas
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: picture of El Jarnas man
2: Got a lot of weight that
1: floats in my brain cells. i nice. Stay up late, but away from the jail cells. Can't say the same for the homies, but hey, well, how we get down in the West when it pays well. And the bills aren't paying them their cells. So we slang side hustle, pushing what they sell. To us work a day job, hoping we age well. they take taking the weight from us, and trust me, we raise hell. Huh. I put yeah. it down for the city. I like it. Here, I like it a lot. Sydney, I'm speaking to flow in. for those don't know. It's how we go when you grow up quick and that was Day by Day by Lee Monroe
0: shoutouts alright let's get that guy on the show man Mm -hmm. I swear alright so um, can you play for me Mm -hmm. this track called Getting Late by Sid
1: Getting Late
0: Late by Sid from the internet
1: from Queen and Slim soundtrack the soundtrack Her voice is amazing.
0: Yeah, she gets to girls for <laughs>
2: sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you had to go just. You had to go slow jams, hey. I always, go slow, always jams. go slow jams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just go slow. I'm like, I got no other pace anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just slow.
1: Hey. I like it. It's got that bounce, but it's also still kind of... Yeah, it's got
0: that Aliyah
1: vibe. Yeah, Aliyah. Yeah,
2: Aaliyah. yeah. Aaliyah
1: vibe. This is like baby making music right here. Yeah. Kind
2: of <laughs> 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 Somebody get, somebody's going to have
1: some kids to this music. Honey, I'm coming home.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was getting late. Or laid, Sid. whichever
0: you want <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you said I thought you said getting laid. laid that's what yeah. I thought you said <laughs> getting laid by Sid alright so thank you once again Jay for sharing no your worries. wisdom Hell doing yeah. your thing um I just want to say is there anything that you want to promote any uh, event coming up
3: well nothing this year I mean um but next year, yeah, we're doing it all again. Um, so we're gonna try to do six events next year. A we're ram- gonna Australia. include um, Auckland, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to the events. So we'll see how that goes. So we're sort of like trying to see if we can actually do it first yeah <laughs> so
0: no stay in touch because if you want yeah. um, if you want some videos like I'm, I'm glad to provide right, my services man been. No <laughs> <laughs> if you need someone to wear shoes um. <laughs> <laughs> I, just want, I, mean, <laughs> I just want some
1: shit man, you're size 9 we're size the same nine, size hey
2: <laughs> hey Perks, perks. We're, all, we're all the same size we're all the same
1: size hey Filipinos <laughs> size 9
2: uh,
0: <laughs> alright um, did you want to plug your um, Instagram
3: your website oh, yeah, so everything? our Instagram's um, at the kickstand uh, then Facebook so we have a fan page uh, which is the kickstand as well so the community uh, group itself um, we actually had to put it as a I think secret group now because due to the um the, there's certain people that they're trying to shut down community groups so they'll join and then they'll upload like porn and stuff. Oh, right. And ah. then, yeah. Awesome. So that's why the group itself you can't actually search it anymore unless that you've been invited by a friend ah. and that's how the only way now you can actually get yeah, it secret so, society. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Illuminati <laughs> so, <laughs> so that and then Twitter, um, the kickstand as well. Yeah, so that's it really and then the website uh, www.thekickstand.com.au
1: so that's the kickstand T-H-E-K-I-C-K-Z mm-hmm. S-T-A-N-D
0: it's not cool if it doesn't have to <laughs> <laughs> <anymore>. nice man <laughs> alright Don what do you uh, what do you want to plug
1: um, you can hit me up on Instagram you see my stuff there uh, at Don Doing Stuff um, I'm also doing Movember this year. That's why I have this um, CD Tito mustache, um, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm wanting to raise um, funds and raise awareness for men's mental health and like suicide prevention. Dude,
0: cool. oh, man, yeah, man. Um. Can't wait to see like a full go going. <laughs> It'd be awesome, man! I won't be the only one want to be here. Um, you can find me raflores.com. Anything to do with your video needs? If you have anything, if you have an event going, if you have um, a music video that wanna be filmed, if you're getting married, anything that got to do with a video, hit me up. Um, email info at raflores.com. Um, you can find me on the social medias at raflores media. And you can find us at the Cheat Coders. We always forget to promote the Cheat Coders socials. Yeah. At the Cheat Coders <laughs> the everywhere Cheat else. Coders, yeah.
2: <laughs> this is the first time <laughs> we
0: actually promoted that. <laughs> Did you realize that? It's episode 99. <laughs> <laughs> We've been for two years. Two years. <laughs> so don't forget the Instagram, at the Cheat Coders. So this is episode 99. This is the last episode of our double digits, bro. (laughs) It's going to be triple digits. It's going to be triple digits so you're going to have to say 101, 102. (laughs) It's going to be nice. This is a Little do we know how much of a significance this is. (laughs) 99 episodes but a bitch ain't one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again to Jay from The Thanks for for coming on this episode, man, and talking, telling us your story. Sharing us, sharing with us, you know, your, your journey. This is Love it, inspiring, man. and we're hopefully that you know we can we can work together in the future with, with some other
0: things.
2: Yeah, man. Size nice. nine, yes. Size oh, nine, <laughs> represent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this has been another episode of, of the Cheat Coders. Cool.